Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Kill Your Television. Kill Your Television? Yeah. I've, I've heard about throwing it away. Yes, by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Don't know who Kill Your Television's by. No, no. <laughs> but we're going to pitch a movie based on it. Yes. This week we're pitching movies based on film titles. Yeah. No. And... <laughs> no, not that, not that. No. This week... <laughs> I love how I was just like, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this week we're pitching movies based on song titles. So you've got your yesterdays, your get backs, yep. your helps, yes. your hard days, nights. Yeah, which is all uh, Beatles so far. All the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, Yellow Submarine, yeah. you've got all that. Um, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Yeah. And Waterloo and, as well. And Mamma Mia, here we go again. Yes. And of course, Starship Troopers, lights are gonna find... There you go, you got another one. There, there. we go, yeah. And, <laughs> and Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. Based off the song Men in Black. Yeah, of course. By Will Smith. So, thank you to Reese Howell, who's given us the title Kill Your Television. Yep, by uh, by Ned's Atomic Dustbin, I've just found out. Wow! I'm being told in my earpiece. That is uh, that's a band I've never heard no, of. No, me neither. I imagine this is going to be an obscure punk song. Yes, I, it's either that or Scar. American Scar, right? Should we, should we find out? Let's find out. A rock band. <laughs> Thanks, Google. Um, they have floppy hair. An English rock band formed in 1987. Right. So we were completely wrong. Well, I was by saying Californian ska punk band. No, yeah, they are. They are from uh, Stourbridge in the West Midlands. Okay. Well, thank you to Reese who gave us that title. Uh, Reese found us on Twitter. You can find us at Life's a Pitch Show. You can also find us on Facebook as well. Facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast if you want to go there to those places and give us titles lots of people did yeah loads of people have been doing over the last few weeks so shall we get on with some honourable mentions yeah let's let's rock rock on yeah with some operatic mentions <laughs> sure yeah that's oh, oh yeah that's uh, Wayne's <laughs> World <laughs> Wayne's World yeah or Bill and Ted yeah they both do it they both do it they both <laughs> do air guitar bits <laughs> So this is the part of the show where we just go for a few more titles people have given us on those social media platforms and pitch what those would be as well. Yep. In quick succession. In in a, in a quick fire format. Smashing them out like you're really running out of ideas at an important pitch meeting. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh no, I've got another one, I promise. <laughs> this one's a good one. And then the at the end of the show, or the, I guess the last, the second half of the show yeah. is when we lock the door. <laughs> and we yes. say... Now we've got you. Here's a, here's a proper pitch that we haven't prepared. Here's here's the one that we're going with, right? Here's the one that's going to make the big bucks. So from Phil Walters, <laughs> we've got Sandstorm. Sandstorm. Oh, by Darude. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking of Cast. Yeah. I was thinking of the one by Cast, which is like, I got sandstorm blowing in my head. 
That one, the kind of like Oasis band. They're actually the same song. Are they? Just reinterpreted. Ah, that's nice. Um, they're all based on the same epic poem. <laughs> Sandstorm <laughs> yeah. by Darude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's actually written in an ancient language yeah. that is read. Diddle-diddle. Diddle-diddle, yeah. <laughs> diddle-diddle. It's, 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 it's an ancient language in a sort of ancient aliens way. Yes. And this, that's, that's, that's the, what the film, this movie is, yes, right? Yes, yeah, of course. Is of course, ha- we got there. Darude discovering the... Uh, or it's, uh, it's uh, like Homer, it's originally by Darude. <laughs> like this, this, this mysterious author <laughs> that's been passed down through time immemorial. Yes. Um, I, I honestly thought we were going to cast Darude as a kind of Indiana Jones figure then, but like, it was no, no, no. That's that's the uh, that's the Homer figure. No, yeah, Darude will find out later. Like, has like an Anubis head because it's an alien. Yes, uh, and and you know, like, uh, what came to Earth to to put down this information. And if you actually decode Sandstorm properly, yeah, you discover a warning. It's a warning against an enormous sandstorm that's going to engulf and, and destroy the, the, the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A space sandstorm. Yeah. Oh, nice. Coming a space from sandstorm. A space sandstorm yeah. that's that's just. It's it's like a load of meteorites have just exploded and yeah. it's just granules of stuff that's and just going to rip through. Go into the face of uh, Imhotep. Yes. Yeah. Like in the Mummy. Yeah. Um, so. I think it, it's one of those ones that's kind of like a race against time, kind of like uh, the the Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, thing. Yeah, where there is like a secret society and mm. they know about it, and then you and they, they they don't know that it's a warning. Yeah, they think it's like an a pro- ascension. Uh, yeah, it's a prophecy. It's something yes. that's coming that they're gonna they really want. Yeah. So so who's playing the archaeologist explorer? Um. Well, who else did that? Who else did that song? Cast. Cast. Um, so who are we casting um, for, for this? For the band Cast. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I think it should be like a, a musician with a... Because it's like, it is music, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, to, to translate it, you have to... It's, uh, they're like a, a mus- musical historian. Yeah, yeah. Musical archaeologist taking, historian taking casts of sarcophagi yeah uh, and like and and, and, and and fossils and stuff yeah looking at the instruments they used yeah. back in the day yeah um, so who is the musician slash archaeologist slash adventure <laughs> explorer uh, let's go with Matt Smith Matt Smith yeah okay I was going to say Lily Allen why I don't know. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> Maybe Lily Allen's in it at some point. I think instead of Lily Allen, what if we cast Kate Nash? Kate Nash. Because I bet she's nicer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just a, just a spurious assumption. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure her, her dad's all right as well. I'm sure her dad's far nicer than Keith. <laughs> Lily, it, it, not, 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 not Lily. You, you stop listening. Uh, Kate. <laughs> If that's true, write in. <laughs> and and Kate Nash can act. She yeah. was in Glow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which was... Lovely just, work, Kate. Possibly the strangest casting ever. I was like, why is that woman British? <laughs> and then I looked it up on IMDb. I was like, Kate Nash? Like, like foundations, Kate Nash? Yeah. We're, uh, we're bizarre. big fans of your work, Kate. If, you're, if your dad's nicer than Keith Allen, let us know. 
So um, anyway, yeah. she's she's cast. She's the the she, artist formerly known as cast. So Kate Nash, she's going around and and she stumbles across this temple or whatever mm. that has like musical notes. Yeah. <laughs> when she plays it on a it's, keyboard, it, people think it's just ornamentation. Yeah, yeah. Because not like musical ornamentation, but they just think it's like because it's all the same note several times. And and I really like, <laughs> I really like the fact right that she's like, she's got it on this electronic keyboard and she's like, you've got to play it at the right frequency. It tells you the frequency here. It tells you yeah. the, the 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 exact pitch and tone and, and, and who uh, someone and her sidekick is like um it is like oh it all looks very complicated <laughs> not really actually look i've got this keyboard here that plays ancient ancient songs <laughs> yamaha we'll get the oh i'm not i'm not wise in the ways of music so it all seems very very, very must be a very elaborate alien song <laughs> well alien what uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen to this <laughs> and then we just play <laughs> sandstorm like but, it plays on the, the fact, keyboard but it's the fact that that's the first like the first salvo is like what an incredibly elaborate uh, ancient uh, tune and it's just like it's all the same note yeah <laughs> it's just like <laughs> Are we sure this is music? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's music. Yes, played by the played by the ancient uh, ancient civilization that and lived in this temple. This, they've got this cart, this rail cart, like not like a railway cart, hmm. but like a sort of like a a mine cart going into the deeper levels of the ex- ex- uh, exhibition. Yeah, and they have to put it at the right speed so she can read the music as they go along. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> there's like shafts of light coming yeah. into the thing, and it's flashing like a rave. Yeah. <laughs> that's so that's really good. And, and because because it starts off at a slight incline, it's like and then it starts to get steeper and steeper and steeper. To the point where she's like sweating, struggling to keep up with the music as she plays this keyboard. And I think I think they stumble across this ancient cult that are there, and they you played the ancient music. Yeah, um, of Darud. I must I must say, if you haven't heard Darud Sandstorm, please at this point go and look it up because yeah. this pitch is going to make no sense without it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't think of anyone who's not at least. Heard, heard of it yeah I know but I'm just like that's why we're leading so far into this yeah. but if you ain't you're real stuck yeah yeah it's <laughs> like they are at the end of that track as it, as it, as it fades out yeah and now they're surrounded by people who yeah. have been summoned by them playing the ancient notes yeah and I, I think um, I think the only way to stop the sandstorm from destroying the uh, um, the world yeah is by her tracking down this other ancient cult, yeah, the band Cast, <laughs> yeah, from Liverpool, I yeah. believe, who play their own version of Sandstorm, yeah, and it's it's like on the a, opposite side of the world, yes, to to create a shield, a, a, a sonic shield around the world. So as this as this sandstorm comes round, it just mm. it, it's like that bit in uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World where they do Battle of the Bands, yeah. And they, but by literally fighting like yeah. a gorilla and two dragons fighting exactly because of their music. But you can see the 
the waves pinging it off because they put us hook it up to a satellite connection. Yes, it's like there's no way we could have this this sound go all the right way around the world. So uh, their their hacker friend Matt uh, Lucas um, is going like, there's no way we're gonna get this sound all around the world. Um, and and the, and and she's like, well, I'm, we're on the phone to cast on, on in Liverpool <laughs> on the other end of the world. How is that getting there? And Matt Lucas is by a satellite connection. By a, by satellite. a satellite connection. Kate Nash, you're a genius. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think that's that's how Sandstorm ends with them yeah. batting off this batting off Imhotep's face. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so from Ross Originals, we've got Hamantha. Hamantha. Yeah. Right, I've brought up this one. Oh yeah. bloody hell. <laughs> The Ballad of Hermantha, a song by Jack Stauber's Micropop, <laughs> about a, a girl who was born and grew, a, grew ham for her head. You know what's really annoying? Yeah. Right? That was going to be my pitch. And I think we should just leave it there, to be honest. Yeah. That's, that's, that's as good as it's going to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's playing Hermantha? I think it might be like Florence Pugh. Yeah, someone who is <laughs> I was just thinking that unilat like almost always cast for like good face acting yeah. and sort of uh, really putting emotion into a, 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 like nuanced emotion into her performance. Yes, and you can't see any of it because she's got ham for her face. <laughs> she's really, really like yeah. got a. She, she's like um, Tom Hardy in a few Chris Nolan movies. Yeah. where he's just wearing a mask the entire time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was Dunkirk and uh, Dark Knight Rises. He and, just wore a mask the whole thing, or a mustache in Bronson. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> just covers his whole face. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's pretty big. I, I think I, the thing is, the right though, it'd be an experiment to see if Florence Pugh can pull off. Yeah, acting ha- ha- the, the 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 actor's greatest trial, mm. Hamantha. <laughs> That's, that's the it's a right it's a rite of passage that all good film actors have to go through is yeah. portraying Hamantha on stage yeah. and on screen and, now uh, yeah yeah there we go <laughs> Hamantha <laughs> the girl with ham for a head yeah there we go that's it there you are yeah what's what's up next <laughs> thanks for that one Ross <laughs> so from Riley we've got Doctor Worm. Doctor Worm by They Might Be Giants is the first one I've actually known about. Really? No, I knew De- Derud Stein something. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Doctor Worm by They Might Be Giants. It's okay. an absolute banger. Really? Yeah. Okay. Really I'm, good. I've never heard it. I, I think we had a discussion about They Might Be Giants the other day, and I realised I'd never listened to any of their stuff. Which you is, should. I, again, yeah. I, did, I, did I tell you the fact? No. Since 1988, they have released a studio album... Almost every two years. Wow. And they still are. That's incredible. Like, it is a monumental, like, backlog you've got to catch up with there, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Dr. Worm is is literally just about someone learning to play the drums. Okay. Um, well... uh, and it's, uh, it's the one They Are Giant song that you could replace Kermit the Frog with the lead singer. Okay. And you would be like... That sounds about the same. Yeah. It's about, it sounds about the same. <laughs> they call me Dr. Worm. Well, Dr. Worm. Yeah. Right. I was thinking, imagine yeah. being in the board of 
80 like Disney Plus yeah. or whatever uh, or like Netflix or something like that and then just going you know what's really popular yeah Doctor Who <laughs> And then they're like, yeah, what if we what if we made something similar, like uh, Dr. Wormhole? No, that's too long. That's... And we don't want to put a hole in the title. Yeah, yeah, it just makes people that's, think of... It can make people innuendos and stuff yeah, like yeah. that on Twitter. It also makes me think of the film The Hole, yeah. uh, starring Thora Birch, yeah. which is, is it's not I, very I, good. I, I watched that when when I was in a very, very bad relationship, and I don't want to think about that, so it, let's it, not use that. Let's not use that. How about Dr. Worm, then? Dr. Worm, yeah, yeah, yeah just, there we go. Let's just leave it at Dr. Worm. Yes, yeah, about a... About a time-travelling doctor that is also a worm. Yeah. Now, I must have stipulated that the studio has stipulations because, of course, um, this is inspired by the Amalgam Giants. They are insisting that Dr. Worm does learn to play the drums and okay. have a friend called Rabbi Mole. Well, maybe the drums is how they operate the time machine. Yes, yes, and yes. Yes, yes. okay. <laughs> uh, the Mole playing the guitar, which is the, the rudder. Yep. And the buttons <laughs> for how far back they're going is the drums. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah, Ra- uh, Rabbi Mole being the sort of like uh, f- the the sort of like engineer. Yes, the friend, the friend engineer who's like, she kind of take it, Captain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're going back in time. We're going. The time crystals are attacking each other, Captain. <laughs> uh, Do- Doctor Mole. Play, worm. play your guitar, <laughs> says Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> he plays the bass. Ah, the bass. Yeah. Right, and then... <laughs> Did David Tennant? Yeah, it's... Just... No, no, it's, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, sorry, Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. It's, it's a worm with the face of Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> okay, and, and how are we animating this? Is, it, is Have we just... Tell you what, have we just got Benedict Cumberbatch and zipped up a, a sleeping bag? I I originally thought really creepy looking stop motion. Yeah. In which they've got like a real likeness of Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. But I really, really enjoy the idea of Benedict Cumberbatch in a flesh coloured sleeping bag. Yeah. Just zipped up right, right to his face. And then Dave Grohl's playing Rabbi Mole. <laughs> Dave Grohl, Rabbi Mole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, of course. So, so <laughs> just, just the, the playing bass. Yeah, <laughs> you know the one instrument he's not famous for doing for using. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I think they go back and forth in time. Yeah. just doing adventures. Yeah. like like Doctor Who. Yes, but like I, yeah, I think they 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 pick up. Um, uh, you know, very much like Doctor Who, they pick up stragglers yeah. from all across time. Um, and the one, th- the thing that sets ra- uh, that, that sets um, Doctor Worm apart from Doctor Who yeah. is that Doctor Worm doesn't care about what's happening in history. He just wants to invite people in to listen to him and and, and Rabbi Mole jam. But like the 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 machine <laughs> takes yeah. them places yeah yeah. yeah yeah that's that's great that's great they, so they he's just... like come on in and listen just let me know if you what, what, what do you think of this freaking lick <laughs> <laughs> i guess it's it's kind of his drum and bass yeah. he's playing drum and bass on his on his on his on his drum kit <laughs> yeah. and that takes him to the far future it's like full on like nineties rave. The, the well, sometimes it is. Yeah, I guess. Or play a different genre of music to get to different time time I, periods. I love the concept of their time machine being bigger on the outside. 
Yeah, um, obviously <laughs> bigger on the outside. Yeah. Bigger on the outside. It's, so it, it turns <laughs> up a full stadium, <laughs> and you walk in, and it's a garage. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking like they walk in, like it's it's the size of a of a public a police public call box. <laughs> okay. But they are they, a worm. And they a mole. are a worm and a mole. So, yeah. so they walk in, and it looks something the size of a lunchbox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's it. They, <laughs> like a briefcase. Just like bloody hell, I've really shrunk down in this, in this <laughs> time machine. They're like, yeah, check this beat out. <laughs> he goes back, and he's like in the trenches, <laughs> and, and, and then like, they close the door. The gas is like, and he's like, what? And he's like the, the the Germans are breaking in and we're and and the Kaiser's men are breaking through. And he's like, no, I just leave the front unlocked. I can never hear it when the doorbell goes. <laughs> Quick, Rabbi Mole, let's play. Let's play another cracking beat. <laughs> just leave, leave it wherever it was. Way back in time, hanging onto this outside of the of the of the lunchbox. Now they're just there. They're, they're, just, left just, the they're just left in the trenches now. Okay, yeah, there you go. That's Dr. Worm. Yep, Dr. Worm, the new Netflix original. Mm. (laughs) So those were all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week and uh, every week. Um, Yes. Remember, you can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Bitch podcast and Twitter as well at Life's a Pitch show to give us a like, give us a follow, give us your titles. Yes. And of course, we always thank our patrons who help us out mm. over at patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, which is a place you can go to give us a little bit of money each month. Um, you can get bonus content over there. Um, it's a cool club that you can be part of. Um, and uh, like, we really do encourage you to become part of it, even at the really, 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 really trivial number of $1 a month. Mm. Like, that is an amount of money that I would wager you won't miss, but you will be helping us out, A, and B, that you'll get a vote in our genre poll every week, and you get um, like an additional say on various things that we ask ask our um, our patrons about, mm-hmm. and you get your name or business or basically whatever you want read out. Yep. As long as it's not like racist or anything. Now, uh, if you've listened to this part before, you know what's coming. Exactly. And, uh, and the lengths in which you can go. It's uh, there's there's no real limit to it. No. The barrier to entry is so low. <laughs> It's a dollar and a piece of nonsense. Yeah, one dollar and you can just write anything you want. All we ask is for a dollar and nonsense. <laughs> a nonsense. <laughs> just give us a dollar for that pun. I mean, come on. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Brandon Spanky Mills. Uh, thank you. Uh, I mean, I love all 400 of those dragon kids. I just wish their dragon dad took some responsibility. Mix Bisque, we're getting a warning through the podcast echoes. Beware 400. See you in the 80s. Jeremy L. Kayam, Stephen D. Thomas, coming soon. Orc R. Dorks, Eldar Death Squad. Fingers to hand, Pima Trimistrime, the, t- the nonsense radar is beeping up a storm? Question mark. James Delaney, and that's it. Thanks to everyone who donated. We regret moving the location of the Patreon pictures like a couple of sneaky beavers. We were forced to do it by Bren Black, that absolute cheeky monkey. Tom, do you ever worry that this whole thing has gotten a bit high concept? There was a funny name here once. It's gone now. Joseph Hegarty. Thinking about it, Tom, I don't mind the slightly silly names like Wolves are so last month. Dragons are the new hotness. They're on fire, like my loins. Me pantis. My pants. Gone. Reduced to atoms. 
The ones that literally never change do make my zones itch, though. You know, like Alex NSFW. Only joking, Tom, it's still the bloody Patreon pictures. Nope. Only joking, Tom, it's still the bloody Patreon names. I had to make a, a second Patreon account just to participate in this stupid ARG. Alright, gang, we're back in the 80s. Everybody steals some motorbikes. Max Bisk! Not much Bisk news this week. The Patreon name ordering people are on strike. Captain Eden, the queer buccaneer. Continuing this story is stretching the limits of my creativity. Tom, this vaporwave outro isn't working for me anymore. We need something orchestral. It's Duel of the Fates copyrighted. Yes, it is. Thank you, everyone in that list. Thank you so much. So now we move on to the moment you've been waiting for. Our major pitch. <laughs> uh, our major pitch, which is, remind me. From Reese Howell, and it's called Kill Your Television. Kill Your Television. In what world do we have to kill our television? Presumably in a world where our television is alive. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it has to it has to be alive in order for you to kill it, right? <laughs> or, I mean, it's like you could be like kill the noise, right, mm. of your television. The televisions are making uh, the you know constantly working on radio frequencies, etc., etc., etc. They might be making a noise that you have to kill, but like that's a very short movie. Yeah, uh, in which you just go click, <laughs> done, done. It's it's the slowest. It's the slowest two hours of a man getting out of the sofa. <laughs> To, like, I think I think the first half an hour is realizing the remote doesn't work, <laughs> and then, and then just, oh, score epic Click. score by John Williams. Just <laughs> <laughs> gets up, yeah, right oh. through a drawer to see if we've got any new uh, batteries. Yeah, hasn't got any new batteries. Goes down the road. Apparently, everyone's. TV's doing the same thing. They're all yeah. there for batteries. Oh. Not any batteries left. There's no batteries. Just to go home. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I'm going to have to use the button. <laughs> so he starts plumbing along oh. towards his TV. At which point it gets up and moves further, slightly further away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great movie already. Like I was just like, nah, this is this is something we'll, we'll just throw away. But I quite like the idea of it starting like this. Yeah. Start, just, it starts with just the TV's making a racket. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think the guy is just he's just fed up watching TV. Okay. He's gonna go to bed. All right. And then realizes that the remote not any batteries in. Yeah. Looks for batteries. Goes. I'm going to use the button. Then he says that almost to camera. Yeah. And then as he's walking towards the TV, the TV goes, No! <laughs> just, just I think I think just, get, away. just gets up and like just sort of goo, 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 like four little feet just good I, I quite like two two feet away. I quite like how it, it just rolls off the TV stand and like these four long legs with wheels on the end yeah. come out of it. Yeah. And it starts to sort of squeak <laughs> around the house. Yeah. It's like uh, the cooker from a, a grand day out the yes. Wallace and Gromit I think and I do think that he has he did to kind of characterise this this person mm. uh, who is played by Mark Addy yeah um, we are going to have him go to the shop before he goes to turn his TV off yes on the buttons right yeah he tries to use the remote goes to the shop realises that there's a queue out the shop a mile Ugh. long yeah 
because we find out later that they're all looking for batteries for their TV. <laughs> the batteries to, have just disappeared. The and therefore can't get any batteries. Yeah. So it goes back home across the road, because it's only the corner shop, it's yeah, yeah. down the road. Um, and then it's like, oh, I guess I'll have to use the buttons. Then. Yeah, and, and that's when the TV is just like, just like, he's like, fucking hell. <laughs> It's a live wire. TV's gone crazy, and <laughs> and the TV's like talking through, like uh, Bumblebee talking through, t- t- changing channels. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like Edgar Wright, the the Shaun of the Dead thing, where he's flicking through the channels. And, What's it saying? Um, hello, hello there. Don't turn me off, you prick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it says, but in different, yeah, different snippets yeah. of. Don't <laughs> turn me off. <laughs> You prick. <laughs> you prick. <laughs> and he's like, bloody hell. What's all this then? And he's like, televisions weren't made on Earth. Is this that the televisions are like, have been slowly absorbing human culture through um, through them? Yeah. Like, and, and they, they were pla- planted and, and were slowly like... Allowing humans to beam their, rather than trying to ask for a for 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 to, to for knowledge, they just sort of said, "Well, this is how this alien race gathers knowledge. Gathers knowledge. They life. become things that um, can project culture yep. out to people, out to the to the planetary race or whatever, yeah. and uh, and then they broadcast it out yep. back to their home planet." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to absorb all the knowledge, so it's kind of like because you know a you know a kind of species better um, than it knows itself by looking at the way that it talks to itself in a way, right? Yes, like, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, like, yeah, watching watching the amount of junk TV and watching the amount of like uh, conflict, uh, like specific reality TV and stuff. Mm. They're like, oh, I'm not sure we want to partner up with these guys. These guys don't get into the Federation. No, I, I think it's one of those things where it is just like, it is down to a choice. It is like, yeah. we've made an assessment yeah. from everything we've found yeah. since the like 40s, 50s, whenever TVs were made, 60s probably. Wh- whether or not your planet can be left to live. Yes. To get big enough to discover. Like, let's put it in a Star Trek way. Mm. Let's put it in the the the... the, the Technology required for space travel has the potential, just by learning it, to ruin the universe, Mm. right? Like, if you misuse it, if you're still at war with yourself, if you're still conflicted, you could rip a hole in space-time and everyone will die. Yeah, and and that's why the TV says, the time has come and you'll now be judged. And and you're failing. And you're failing. (laughs) Oh boy, Mark Addy. And instead of so, it's kind of like it's it's a bit like um, World's End. Yeah, yeah. Except that instead of it being like a sort of we're going to turn you into whatever, yeah. it's just that you're being judged, and now you're going to be you're going to be wiped off the face of the earth um, via your televisions. I quite like that the stakes aren't as high as that. Okay. I quite like that the TVs will just leave. <laughs> 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 And Mark Addy's like, you can't bloody do that. Love Island's on tomorrow. I've been I've been wanting to catch up. 
<laughs> and, and the TV just like, well, I've, I've seen Love Island. It's not very good. <laughs> we'll we'll check back with you when you invent your own fucking TV, yeah. idiot. <laughs> yeah, you idiot. I thought we invented you. No, no, we came from space. <laughs> you, you, you think with the technology you had in the fifties, <laughs> you think you could create a television? <laughs> this this thing that I am. No, no, you. Stupid. So when do we get to the killing of televisions? Um, or is this the threat? Is kill your television? That's what we will do. Yeah. We will kill your television. As aliens, yeah. we're going to kill your concept of television by taking it away. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. people are going to turn- buy tickets for this movie. Yeah. They're going to turn up to the cinema expecting people to be shooting TVs. <laughs> and they're going to come away with a moral... A moralising... Well, well, no, not really. I, I, be, I, what's his name? Uh, who did the last duel? Was, um, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. This is going to be Ridley Scott's next thing, where he tells <laughs> oh, yeah. everyone how televisions are bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get away from your TVs and watch watch your film. Watch my movie. <laughs> like, like Ridley, Ridley. <laughs> I, I think you're being way too hard on one yourself <laughs> and the rest of like, at least the young people Ridley come yeah. on like I mean it was a great movie maybe maybe they just weren't interested in it I'm not gonna lie Ridley the subject matter isn't for everyone yeah also it was in about four cinemas yeah <laughs> It was in four cinemas. <laughs> and for for a, a grand total of three days. We're not even out of the pandemic, really. <laughs> yeah. People are still unsure whether or not to actually go to the cinema. Yeah. I'd, I'd sit this one out. <laughs> Maybe don't do one, another one of your interviews. Yeah. <laughs> now, really, what do you think of Marvel movies? <laughs> well... Fuck yes. <laughs> Leans back, leaning back on the chair with it. We've got him again. <laughs> this is gold. It's the same guy who interviewed the same Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah. Scorsese, Villeneuve, they all asked them the question, what do you think of Marvel movies? And they all give the same answer, that it's like a fucking fairground ride, yeah. which I completely agree with them, yeah, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. It's not the highest of art, Marvel no, movies. No, even slightly. But it's just a fun way to get out, <laughs> get away from it all. Anyway, listen, kill your television with yeah. what we're trying to say. Um, but, yeah... <laughs> I think Ridley Scott cameos in this one. In fact, no, Ridley Scott stars in this one. Yeah? Yeah. I think Ridley Scott comes in and, like, starts trying to, like, re-educate people. Mark Addy, starting with Mark Addy, with a shotgun, (laughs) shoots his TV. Comes bursting in. Yeah. Like like a hunter. Like he's been doing it for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just going around shooting TV. Shoots a TV... White milk pours out of the screen. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it it's a Ridley Scott. wouldn't be Ridley Scott if he didn't have something full of white milk. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I think over time, like, over this conversation the TV has with Mark Addy, it becomes, yeah. like, a person with a TV for a head. Yeah. Like the ones from Saga. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the, the great graphic novel series. That makes sense. Uh, by Brian K. Vaughan, I think. Yeah, And yeah. Fiona Stables, definitely mm-hmm. check that out. Do, it's great. Do, do. Uh, but yeah, the, the robots from that, which yes. have TVs for heads. Yes. And just regular person bodies. <laughs> they're, they're just robots. It just happen to have TVs for heads. Yes, yeah. So it looks like that, and it's just pouring out milk, and it, like, it goes, 
Come on, Mark. <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> of course you do. I'm director Ridley Scott. <laughs> of course you don't. You've been watching terrible media all your life. <laughs> we'll re-educate you. Come on. There's a screening of Alien, the director's cut of my house. And he's like, it's on oh, s- I've heard of Alien. Uh, Alien. Autopsy uh, starring Anton Deck. <laughs> those fuckers those TV shits <laughs> and and then he just grabs Mark Addy yeah. and I, I, I think it's a very and, and the rest of the movie is quite they live yeah like Mark Addy keeps walk, they keep walking past you know the TV shops you know from the cartoons yeah yeah um, <laughs> and where, where like superheroes who don't ha- who, who are out on the street watch mm. as 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 or even not just superheroes but like as um like Characters who have been thrown out yeah. watch unfolding dramas as someone's yeah. interviewed on TV. Of course. Um, <clears throat> Mark Addy keeps on getting caught by one of those and starts staring into it. You know, like... <laughs> He's like, no, Mark! <laughs> We've got to get to this screening of Alien, the director's cut. going to find out who wouldn't survive. It's on celluloid, Mark. <laughs> the last bastion we have. I've been trying to get rid of that. Are you doing the Atkins diet? He just... He just pulls a pin off a grenade in his mouth <laughs> throws it, it into the TV shop yeah. <laughs> we've got to run Mark <laughs> and, and um, so, so what constitutes as a TV in this one because obviously he's taken into this screening yeah. which is like it, it's not a TV is it no it's it's a film it's not a but yeah it's not a, it's not broadcast from anywhere no it's not like box top sort of like you know it's not it's it's projected film like yeah. from of 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 art media mm. an object yes and and i i think i think they get to ridley scott's house yeah and it's him and martin scorsese yeah. they're, they're there he's he's got like a tommy gun because he does the gangster movies yeah just and I think they, maybe they try to break into a TV station like in They Live as a reference they live, to They yeah, Live yeah. Um, and they try to broadcast one of like Ridley Scott's movies yeah. but it gets twisted and transformed so that the alien is doing a piece to camera oh no uh, the, the xenomorph is doing a piece to camera like I really thought I was going to get her that time <laughs> Just dribbling out his face. <laughs> dribbling acid and just like the little mouth comes out. And... But we'll see what happens when the vote comes around. <laughs> and then, and then, sort of like you know, there, there's, oh my there's, god, there's Ripley, like, yeah. like being like, got out of that one, um, like. Oh, Ripley! Yeah. I, I thought you meant Ridley. <laughs> no, Ripley from Alien. The, yeah, yeah, Scotty um, Weaver. Yeah, just like. Phew. Thank God. And got out of that one, like in a diary room. Like it's all being yeah, turned yeah. into like, oh, like reality trash TV, TV oh. as they as they broadcast it out. So no matter what you put in there, it gets broadcast so, out. So there is a version. We shoot a version of Alien in the style of reality TV. Yeah, yeah exactly. Where they're being voted off the space station. Oh my God. <laughs> Day sixteen on the Nostromo. <laughs> The power's just... We've just turned the power out to see what'll happen. Uh, <laughs> Skinner is in the chain room. <laughs> what is that room it's in Alien? It's chains. It's just a room filled with chains. <laughs> we've, is, if, 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 if Ripley succeeds in, in, the, in the week, this week's t- weekly task, she'll be given a, a loading mech. It's the director's cut, so there's that bit where, like, 
the guy is like all sort of molded to the to the wall yeah. going kill me but instead of kill me he's going vote me out <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so yeah like and so yeah no matter what they try to put in like scorsese's there he's putting his own discs in and he's uh, and it's all getting changed yeah the the alien is now uh robert de niro in taxi driver (laughs) wait the alien is yeah 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 it's everything's just getting fucked up now yeah Yeah, the alien becomes travis bickle he's he's looking Um, at the mirror (laughs) the little mouse coming out and going you're talking to me and then going back and the big mouse going you talking to me? Um, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and that turns into a sort of like makeover show. Yes. Where where like um, everyone's kind of being um, being trying trying to get uh, Robert De Niro's character. Yeah. You know, uh, changing his haircut and stuff, and completely missing the fury in his eyes <laughs> as he's like ready to kill uh, he's got a gun you know he's bought he's just bought a gun and he's ready to kill yeah. and he's just like but they're like oh you'll 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 oh you you didn't now you really botched that that um that that date with uh the um, oh, your, um, your, your, the female lead of taxi driver that i forgot yeah um uh by taking betsy yeah betsy by taking her to a porn movie theater <laughs> Maybe if we change your haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to the real good fellas of New York. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> Ray, Ray Liotta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Voicing the alien now, looking to Cameron going, ever since I was little, I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, uh, and then, and then from, uh, from in front of him, there's like, that's a pretty good origin story, but uh, I think I can only give you $3 for it. <laughs> And it becomes like porn stars, yes. and like yeah, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse into a kind of this storm of is there is there, is there like is there like the end of Mr. Bean's holiday? They're like taking discs out and putting new ones in, and they're trying to make it, but it ends up like an intensifying storm of TV that just <laughs> that like overloads the system, and all the TVs blow up. <laughs> Just gonna think like like the the aliens from Arrival, they're doing an <laughs> X Factor show. Yeah. To Jeremy Renner on the on that big big egg yeah. shaped ship. At which point, uh, uh, Jeremy Renner starts lip syncing to the to the aliens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to the aliens because he can sing yeah. as well. Yeah, because he he's can a sing. Country music guy. Yeah, he's a country music guy. Um, you've got you've got a, a a cameo in Arrival from Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> yes. Quentin Tarantino is a is a judge. On um, on uh, what becomes a kind of RuPaul's uh, invasion invasion race. Yes. Um, <laughs> and it's just feet. Yeah. It's just feet on on the thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of living out his own fantasies. <laughs> and it's just it becomes because they've all all these old directors. Yeah. Have all had the same thing. They've watched this television nightmare, and they're all going to the TV station to try and fix it with their own movie. And they're all just putting discs in on top of each other and trying to <laughs> trying to sort of trying to feed it through this like trying to get it through this alien matrix. And then uh, the leader of the TVs turns up. Yeah, they've got it's the it's the, it's the regular person body head of a TV, mm-hmm. but inside is what the real aliens look like and that is the face of Walt Disney 
<laughs> okay, yeah. Who comes in and just takes every one of these directors out. <laughs> Leaves Mark Addy and just goes, come on, Mark. I like how you're gesturing without pointing. Fucking ridiculous. Like, he's... he's yeah. He's, he's, he's holding he's, out a hand yeah. to him. He's, oh, yeah. he's going, come on, Mark. Let's go home. <laughs> takes and, him to Disneyland. Yeah, takes him to Disneyland. And uh, and the and the the thing the zooms gate, out. Gates closed behind him. Yeah, and it's on a TV. Yep, it's all on a TV, and Mark Addy's there. We only release this on TV. It's Netflix. It's a Netflix yeah. Netflix original, and uh, yeah, it zooms out. It's on a TV. Mark Addy's watching it. He picks up the remote. Fucking battery's gone, aren't they? <laughs> it's good. There we go. There you are. Kill your television. Kill your television. I yeah. like that. Yeah, that was yeah. good. <laughs> that was a fun time. Yeah. I hope you knew what what we were talking about. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we did rattle off quite a lot of like what would be considered like ooh, alter cinema. Yes, um, quite fast. So you know, uh, ignore us basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, thank you to uh, who gave us that title, Reese Howell. Reese Howell, thank you, Reese. Yes, and as I said before, you can go to our social medias, give us titles any time of the week. We end the show as we always do with the Yes for a Clever Award. Which, I mean, it kind of defeats the point this week because we, the Yes for a Clever Award, we usually give out to someone who's given us a title based around the existing title. It's basically only when they already are a film. Yes, yeah, but uh, this time, can't do it. But uh, this week, we're going to give it to Riley, who's given us Happy Birthday. Happy Birthday. Okay, yeah. So, until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. <laughs>